Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 7 of Hair Ikigai. On this episode of Quarantine Time Reflection, I share some of my reflections during the last 10 nights of Ramadan, the holy month for Muslims. So keep listening and I'll let you guys know all about it. Hi everyone and welcome back. Um, I hope everyone who's listening is well. I hope you're all healthy and safe and you know I hope you're just coping in the best way possible during this crazy time. Um, I know I haven't recorded for a while now and in all honesty I'm probably going to disappear again for a little while Um, but yesterday I felt quite inspired. Um, I just wanted to kind of record and talk about a few reflections that I've had during this whole lockdown period but also during the last 10 nights of Ramadan. Um, So for my non-Muslim listeners, Ramadan is a holy month um, for Muslims worldwide Um, but the last 10 nights um, of Ramadan are especially special and that's because we believe that on one of those 10 nights the Quran, the holy book, was revealed to us Um, and so we make as many prayers as we can during those last 10 nights in hope that we will have made a prayer during the exact day that the Quran was revealed. Um, And that night is when all of our prayers get accepted. So that's kind of like in a nutshell, but if you want to learn more about it, then there are plenty of resources out there for you to learn that as well. Um, So yeah, I've been just, you know, doing my own reflections, just thinking about, you know, my prayers, what is it that I want to ask God and just reflecting on like prayers that have already been accepted as well. Um, So, you know, like I always do my reflections and I always write down, you know, my thoughts and feelings on my phone and I make notes. I'm kind of just like that. Um... So I was, re- I was reading through some of my notes and I came across a note that I made on the day that, on the last day that I was outside before lockdown took place, which was on the 13th of March. Um, and it's just, it's really funny because on Friday the 13th, actually on that week, um, I get hungry at work. <laughs> I always get hungry. Um, but in the office it's like I get especially hungry um, and I get a bit peckish and I want a few snacks while I'm working and stuff like that but sometimes it's just I can't be bothered to get up um, and actually go and grab a snack or sometimes I want to go outside but it's cold or I'll go to the cafe and there's nothing that I'm really feeling Um, so you know I'm just sitting there feeling a bit hungry so I thought okay at the beginning of the week I thought okay, I'm going to pack a few snacks and go to the office. And then when I feel hungry, I've got something in my bag at least. So I packed a bag of Wattsits and a few other bits and bobs and went to the office. And I'm doing my work and then I'm thinking, you know what, I'm going to forget that I have this in my bag. So I'm going to get it out and leave it in front of me. So while I'm working, if I feel a bit peckish, at least it'll be in front of me. So I won't forget that that's there. But yeah, come to the end of the day, I haven't eaten anything, like I haven't eaten any any of my snacks. So I put the bag of Wattsits back inside my bag again and I go home. And then I get to the office the next day and I'm thinking, okay, today I'll eat it. Uh, So I get it out again, get through the day, do my work. Again, the end of the day comes and I still haven't eaten that bag of Wattsits. So then (laughs) back it goes in my bag again. And then the third day comes and I'm like, okay, you know what? I always do this. I always put food in my bag and I never eat it. So today, even if I'm not hungry, I'm going to eat it. But again, on that on that day, um, end of the day came and I still hadn't eaten it. So back in my bag it went. 
Um, and so I get out of the office, I'm walking to the station, get into the station, tap in, get on the train. And then this lady jumps on the train um, and she's walking towards people and she's asking, you know, guys, if you've got anything, any kind of spare change to give to me, please do. Um, you know, I'm homeless. I don't have a place to stay. Um, anything would be, you know, helpful. She was very humble about it. And she was saying, you know, if you don't have change, that's fine. Anything like sanitary products, anything that will help me get through the day is more than welcome. And, you know, we're kind of moving towards a more cashless society. Like not many people carry cash now. And on that particular day, I didn't have any cash on me. So I felt really bad and I was thinking, what can I give this woman? Because I, there's nothing that I have. And then I remembered, I've got a bag of wants in my bag. So I got that out. And as she was coming towards me, I kind of gave it to her. And I was saying, you know, I'm really sorry. I don't have any cash. Uh, but I hope this bag of what's it might be useful to you. And then she looked at me and she was like, you're genuinely going to get a wish from me for this bag of Wotsits because I love Wotsits and it was just really nice and we just kind of laughed and yeah it was it was a really nice exchange um but I didn't really think anything much of it afterwards and then I got off the train and I was walking home and then and then I was like you know this bit might not feel like it's a lot to a lot of people but for me I was kind of thinking wow like I've been carrying this bag of Wotsits for three days trying to eat it trying to you know find the time to eat this bag of watsits to just sit down and finish it off and I've never been able to do it like I've been thinking about it I've had the intention to eat it but I just never got to actually consume it and the reason for that was because this bag of watsits was never for me I was never meant to eat it this bag of watsits was specifically for that lady um so for my Muslim listeners, we have this, you know, concept, this word that we, you know, are quite familiar with, and that is risk. Um, so for the people who aren't Muslim who are listening, um, the concept of risk is basically this idea that there are certain things that are written for you, and there are certain things that aren't written for you. Um, and it's, it's just so beautiful. It's like, whatever was written for you, was always written for you, and it will come to you no matter what. And at the same time, if something wasn't written for you, no matter how close it is to you and within your reach, you will never be able to have it. So for me, I was thinking like, I I've, I've, I've purchased this bag of what's it from Tesco, right? This multi-pack. But there was one specific bag within that multi-pack that, that didn't have my name written on it. It had someone else's name written for it. And I was simply the deliverer. I was meant to pick up that bag of what's it at the beginning of that week. And I was meant to carry it to the office for three days and not eat it. And on that specific day, at that specific time, that lady was supposed to get on that train and I was meant to hand it over to her and give it to its rightful owner. And I just thought like, it's such a beautiful concept and it's sometimes so easy to overlook or just think like, you know, things are going difficult in our lives and whatnot. And, you know, like when you think about the concept of risk, it's like whatever is meant to be, whatever is meant to happen in your life will happen the right time that it's supposed to happen um but yeah I was just laughing about that when I was walking home afterwards when I thought about it because it reminded me of another story that doesn't relate to me directly but my dad um and it just kind of like 
had us all feeling a bit gobsmacked. Um, and that is a few years ago, my dad bought a jacket. So like my dad loves his jackets. And so he bought this um, jacket like really warm and he was super excited. Like he bought it and he came home and he was like, guys, I bought this new jacket, check it out. And he was doing like this catwalk in the living room. And we were like, yeah, that looks really nice. And you know, like when you buy a new pair of clothes, like you you leave it until there's like a specific special occasion for you to wear it. Um, so he left it in the wardrobe and he was, you know, going to wear it whenever he felt like it was the right time to wear it. Um, so fast forward a few months, it's kind of sitting there in the wardrobe untouched, still got the label on it. Um, and you know, he goes back to it and he tries it on and <laughs> he's put on a bit of weight. So the jacket doesn't fit anymore. Um, so back in the wardrobe it goes, um, sitting between like these fresh pairs of like shirts. Um, and so he just leaves it there and he's like, yeah, I'm going to try and lose weight and then I'll put it back on again. So fast forward a few more months, the jacket is still sitting there in the wardrobe, fresh, brand new, still got the label on. And, you know, he tries it on again, doesn't fit. So I think like a year and a half has gone by by now and you know he's forgotten about this jacket now like it's just there um and in my family what we do is when we're giving clothes to charity we do like a whole collection like we do a collective one um and so my family and my aunt's family we kind of collect our clothes together and then send it off in one one big chunk um, so on this specific day, you know, all of us, we're all getting out our clothes, anything that we haven't worn for a while, putting it in these massive black bags. And my dad's going through his wardrobe and he, he finds this jacket again and he tries it on one last time and it doesn't fit. And he's just like, you know what? Okay. Halas, like there's no point of trying, like wh- who am I kidding? And so he folds the coat and he puts it inside this black bag. And so we decided, you know, let's go over to our aunt's house. We'll make a day of it. So we take all of these black bags, take it to my aunt's house and they've got their black bags ready as well. And so we leave all of these black bags in the corner um, of the passageway and they're all just sitting there. So we make the, we make a day of it. We're having our tea. My dad decides to pop out for a bit and go and visit my uncle in his shop. They sit and have a chat over there. And then around like eight o'clock, my dad comes home and he he just looks really excited and he's not even speaking to us he just like he goes straight to the corner where all of those bags are and he starts rummaging through the bags and then he finds he pulls out his jacket and we're like what's going on and then he goes you know we were sitting in the um shop just you know talking and then this man came into the shop and he was just saying how you know he's really cold he has no family he has nowhere to go tonight and it's going to be freezing cold he doesn't have um, many layers to protect him and you know he's just saying that all he wants right now is a bit of warmth and at that very moment I remembered that I have a jacket that I put inside that bag um, that I could offer to him so I just ran upstairs and I just came to get it out because I think it's his perfect size um, you know because he's he's similar to my kind of build but just a bit smaller um, and so he took it downstairs um gave it to the man fit perfectly on him um and then you know that's it um the man took the jacket and he was really happy my dad came home and then afterwards we were talking about it and we were just reflecting on the fact that you know we bought he bought this jacket a year and a half ago really excited about it tried it on Um, but he never had the opportunity to wear it outside to share it with the rest of the world. Like it was brand new, still had the label on. Um, 
And, you know, he'd been trying, he'd, he'd been trying to wear that jacket outside. He'd been trying to find the opportunity to, you know, show it off, um, you know, as we all do. But he never, ever got to do it. Um, and on that specific day, that coat was meant to be folded up, put inside this black bag and carried over to my aunt's house. My dad was meant to go outside and sit in that shop. That man was supposed to come inside and that jacket was supposed to be for him. You know, that specific size, like my dad put on weight for a specific reason. It didn't fit on him for a specific reason because that coat was not made for my dad. My dad was simply supposed to go to that store, pick it up, leave it in the wardrobe for a year and a half for that specific date to come for it to then be delivered to its rightful owner um and I know like it it doesn't seem like much right when you look at you know the bigger picture of everything else that's going on in the world but if we just look at this small example it's like it's amazing like this idea of risk that whatever was written for you no matter how far away it is it will come to you when it's supposed to come to you um yeah so I just wanted to share that because I just thought it's amazing like when you think about it it's just genuinely so beautiful like the whole concept of it um and I wanted to talk about that during this time because I feel like this is a perfect time to talk about it um you know when we're all making such you know massive prayers and asking for certain things um and especially because you know during lockdown we can feel so hopeless we can feel like you know sometimes it can feel like is life ever going to go back to normal um you know am I gonna be in a better position um sometimes sometimes when you make a prayer you feel like your prayers aren't accepted because you don't get the response straight away um but I don't know it's just amazing um I was sitting on my sofa like two days ago just going through my emails and I from the age of I don't know 14 I used to like writing diaries but in college especially um I would write letters to myself to my future self there's this website that you can use that allows you to pick a specific date for it to be sent to you so I I would always write letters to my future self for my birthday um and I just remembered it randomly on um like a few days ago so I sat down and I decided to go through them so um I'm just gonna read some of them out to you so this one was written in 2014. So I was 16 years old. Um, and I just kind of roughly read through it. So I said, hi, future me. So college is going pretty well so far. Other than work, um, I'm doing okay. I'm enjoying the, the college experience and everything's going okay. At the moment, I'm enjoying studying history, art and geography. English is okay. I don't know if I enjoy it that much. And I don't know how well I'm doing, but I'm going to give it my best shot. But other than that, I've met some great people. And then I go on to talk about my best friends who are currently still my best friends, which is amazing. Alhamdulillah for that. Um, And just basically talking about how thankful I am for certain things and just telling myself to remain childish and positive and all of those kind of things and then that one was really nice but that's not the one that I want to talk about mainly the one that I want to talk about is a letter that I wrote to myself in the year 2016 when I was 18 years old uh, to my future self or well, my current future self my current my current self <laughs> um uh, so I said dear future me 
currently I'm enjoying the summer holidays and I'm looking for a job um, and I'm also waiting to have my driving lessons. I really hope I get to pass those. I really hope that I get good grades to get into university, hopefully AAB and I really 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 hope that I enjoy studying geography. I'm so scared about making new friends and I don't even know how universities work. Hopefully by 2019 I'm going to graduate with a first class degree. Hopefully I've made friends from loads of different backgrounds. I really hope that I also get to explore loads of different countries and you know I've always wanted to do this. And what I'm 21 now so I hope I have the ability to get experiences, to get a really good job and that I have time to travel first. I really, really, really want to go scuba diving at some point. It's Ramadan right now and I'm so nervous about university that I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even know how to write a dissertation. Hopefully the 21 year old me is successful and a happy person. Happy birthday. So the reason for why I wanted to share this is because you know, right down, right now we're making so many du'as, we're making so many prayers and, you know, sometimes, like I said, it can feel like our prayers aren't accepted straight away or sometimes it can feel like, you know, we're so busy in living life that we don't realize when a prayer is being accepted. Like I saw this one meme where someone was saying, you know, you're so focused on tomorrow, you're so focused on, you know, what you want to achieve tomorrow that you're not realizing that today is a day that you prayed for a few years ago um and it's just funny because when I was reading that like I was thinking wow like subhanallah like a lot of the things that I prayed for I have achieved alhamdulillah you know like when I said I hope that I pass my driving lessons I passed my driving lessons already and uh, when I said I hope I hope I get AAB I got that spot on um you know, I hope I enjoy studying geography. I loved my degree. Um, you know, that was a prayer that I had when I was 18 years old. When I said, you know, I hope I get to make new friends from different backgrounds. I've made so many friends from so many different backgrounds. I'm so blessed to have in my life right now um, that I wish I get to go traveling. I mean, the 21 year old me and the 18 year old me were two different people. Um, if you told 18 year old me that I would have gone to Mumbai, that I would have gone to Boston, that I would have been to Turkey, you know, like I wouldn't have believed it. Um, the thing that made me really laugh was when I said, I hope I get to go scuba diving because last year I got to do that. Um, you know, I hope I have a job. I have a job, alhamdulillah. Um, you know, all of these things that I asked for, years down the line alhamdulillah I've been granted I've I've been given these things but you know if I didn't write it down if I didn't look back at it I wouldn't have realized that all of these du'as have been accepted and so what I wanted to get out of this episode is just to say like you know just keep praying keep asking for these things because it will get accepted it will it will happen in your life it just depends on when it's written for you when it's supposed to be delivered to you like we have we have this kind of belief in islam which is that when whenever you make a prayer whenever you make a dua it will always get accepted there is never a prayer that you know allah doesn't accept it's just a matter of how in what kind of form it's accepted sometimes you might make a prayer for something that you think is good for you but isn't always necessarily good for you and so you might not get it in this life but you will get it in the afterlife you will get it you will get it in much more um, in a better form in your afterlife so 
the reason why I don't like talking about religion so much in my podcast is because I don't feel like I have the proper religious knowledge to actually talk about it. So I do apologize if I'm not saying it in the way that's like Islamically accurate. But from my understanding, it's like when you make a prayer, your prayer is always accepted. And for me personally, I 100% believe in that. But like when I was just reading through my emails and just the messages that I sent to myself and reflecting on how much has been, you know, granted to me now in the future, like future me reading it, it's like that kind of confirmation that 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 statement is true that your prayers are always accepted it's just that it's not always going to be straight away but yeah guys um I just wanted to share that with you guys just to share a bit of positivity during a time where you know we're constantly being told okay lockdown 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 and it can sometimes feel like you know you're losing that hope you're losing you're feeling a bit frustrated um and you're feeling like you know what's going to happen next and, you know, we're making prayers and all of that kind of stuff. But sometimes you can feel a bit stuck. So I just wanted to share this because I feel like it personally just made me feel so much better. Gave me hope for a, you know, future where more of these prayers are going to be accepted. And so, yeah, I hope you guys, you know, I hope this helps you guys. I hope this, you know, made you guys feel a little bit better if you were feeling a bit down. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys just find the best way possible to cope during this time and that things do get better for you if you are having a difficult time during this moment. Um, but yeah, uh, take care of yourself guys and I will talk to you guys whenever the next time is. Okay, bye. Bye.